0: Podcast of the DropNews.com. This is like the first episode, like official episode that's actually officially on SoundCloud and iTunes. We are officially, we made it. Yeah, we made it. Ooh. We're here. I'm excited. It's funny how I actually, it's funny how I actually came across that. It really quick. It's funny how I came across like how we were actually on iTunes because I didn't get an email from Apple whatsoever to say that we were actually on here. I just decided to search up the drop and then I got depressed because I didn't see anything. And then I think six or seven spots before the bottom, I saw the Drop News and I was just like oh i just got super freaking excited but yes we're officially oops i just like just like hit my stuff um we are officially on both channels parties services services um
1: yeah i think that's the closest mm-hmm. yeah Guess. um
0: so yeah thank you everyone for for uh supporting us and all that good stuff but we are reviewing spider-man homecoming today the latest marvel mcu movie and the first spidey movie in the mcu um super super excited but before we get into the review Let's introduce my fellow co-hosts. First up, we have Alex Bath. What's going on,
1: man? Uh, Nothing much. I'm really excited to talk Spider-Man, actually. So.
0: Spider-Man has come home. Yeah. Sorry, I had to say it. Um, <laughs> And also, we have David Hutchison in the building. What's up?
2: Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Don't know if you're listening to this on the way to work or just at night, but hope you have had a good day, or I hope you have a good day. Just, yeah, chill out if you can.
0: Listen to our sweet and soothing voices and try not to fall asleep. <laughs> All right, so let's get let's go ahead and get to the review. I just want to start. I just want to preface, but uh, I want to preface the review by saying, the beginning portion, like we do with all our reviews, will be spoiler free. That we can get our our spoiler free thoughts, <clears throat> rating things that we like, things that we didn't like, um, and then we'll go ahead and dive into spoilers. We'll dive into you know the villain and you know prose credit scenes and all that good stuff. So if you haven't seen the movie, you can still listen to what we have to say because we're nice. We're nice like that. We, we, we we got you all right so i saw the movie last wednesday there was a press screening that i was able to attend and i as, oh i i like the movie but i need somewhat of a refresher on like some of the things that happened because it's been a while since i've seen it so i am going to let alex start off and uh give us your spoiler free thoughts on the movie and then all that good stuff all right
1: yeah i mean that sounds good so um basically spoiler free thoughts um it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, it I'm going to say it and, like, it's become cliche now and everyone hates it. But, I mean, it was fun as hell, honestly. Like, it was a very fun Spider-Man movie that felt very Spider-Man. Um, the start, like, how it started, without getting spoilers, was, like, kind of hit or miss for me at the beginning. But then, I'm like, it felt very Peter Parker, which is something that, uh, like, speaking to Tom Holland, uh, like, he completely killed it. He knocked it out of the part, I think as Peter Parker and Spider-Man, he did a great job. I don't know if I like him more than Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, honestly, which I know is kind of unpopular. Really? I'm a little bit biased. Yeah, I'm a little bit biased towards Andrew Garfield, though, so I can admit that. But anyways, um, yeah, I thought he did fantastic uh, in the role for his, like, first outing, and um, it was really cool seeing, like, Spider-Man origin story movie without it being an origin story because, like, we didn't get Uncle Ben. We didn't see him, like, bit by the spider or anything, you know? But at the same time, he isn't, like... Full fledged Spider Man. Whenever this takes place, like he's learning and going through all of this, and he's a sophomore in high school, which is cool. We get to see more of the high school aspect, which um, worked better for me than like I thought it was going to. I enjoyed it more than I anticipated. Uh, there were a couple parts that were like hit or miss too, but um, overall, the humor uh, like was probably some of my favorite humor in an MCU movie. A lot of the times, it falls really flat for me, but I think Spider Man's humor most of the time was like spot on and uh, like they did a really great job with that but then like some of the other jokes didn't really land but um overall it was good um there was tons of easter eggs don't want to like get into too many of them right now but like trying to spot all those was really cool seeing spider-man in the mcu was amazing like it was like i didn't expect to enjoy that as much or like for it to hit me as much but seeing spider-man just like set in this universe where all the other superheroes are around him and like interacting with iron man was really cool and also On the topic of Iron Man, really, I enjoyed how they, like, how they utilized him. There wasn't too much Iron Man in the movie. So, I mean, uh, that was great. And then, um, uh, let's see, what else? The CGI wasn't, um, it looked kind of, like, iffy in the trailers and stuff, which granted our trailers, not the, like, finished product. And I thought, like, overall, it looked pretty good. I mean, in some spots, it was a little bit iffy. But overall, it was great. There was one sequence that was kind of hard to follow, I thought. But that's a spoilery part. So, um yeah, Michael Keaton did great for, like, what he was given in the role. He's one of my favorite MCU villains, I think. He's definitely up there. He did a great job. And then, um, yeah, I think that's basically it. Like, they did a really good job on the, like, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man aspect, too. You know, keeping him grounded, which is something they say in the movie a couple different times. But I think they executed it really well. And, um, yeah, great chemistry between the entire cast. I feel like I've been rambling forever, so I'm just going to try to... No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Uh, wrap it up. But, yeah, like, everyone had great chemistry. Um and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I need to see it again, honestly. Like let it digest. Well, yeah, more.
0: I need to. I'm hope I'm hoping that this, I get a chance to see it tomorrow. But what would you give it out of ten?
1: Right now, probably like, mm, probably an eight. Honestly, I think. Holy a, crap. Like a solid eight. I I really liked it. I can't think of too much to like complain about. There was a couple things that kind of like. W- just like I said, didn't land as much as they could have, or like I would have liked them to. But nothing really took away from the film too much for me. Where I was just like, no, I don't like that, or like, oh, I really, really could have done without that. It wasn't like I had a good time. Right. Yeah. No. I I
0: agree with most of the things that you said. I think I think Spider Man Homecoming is probably the second best Spider Man movie. Yes, I think it's better than Spider Man One as much as I really do enjoy that movie. But I think <clears throat> I think Marvel finally not finally hit stride, but, like, I've been waiting for a good, like, a good, good Spider-Man movie, you know, to come out for a while, um, I think Tom Holland did a fantastic job as, as Peter Parker and Spider-Man, I, am kind of like you, I'm, I like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man more than I liked his Peter Parker, which I don't know if that's, if that's the, if that's the case with you, but, um, I think Tom Holland is probably the, the best balance of the two that we've gotten, Um, and plus it's super cool to actually see Peter Parker as a kid. Like, and and when we see, when we've seen Tony McGuire and and Andrew Garfield, they're Peter Parkers, we know, we know that they were like not old men, but they were older than someone who should be portraying a high school, a high school student. But Tom, Tom Holland's his age, his height, the way that he carries himself, he, he was able to bring that naive young Peter Parker that a lot of fans have been looking for to the big screen. I really, really enjoyed seeing that. Um, I was kind of worried about like the high school aspects, even though I knew he was going to be in high school. Just because I was just like, I don't want them to focus too much on it. I want to see, you know, Peter, you know, how he juggles his, his him being Spider Man and him his want to be in the Avengers, and then of course you know school stuff. And they did a franchise. They did. I yeah, did a fantastic job, like um, giving him a balance. I thought. Um, and then freaking Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes. I thought he was. Probably yes, he probably is one of the best Marvel villains we've we've gotten in a very 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 long time. Like I don't remember the last time. Besides, actually, never mind. No, no, I take that back because Ego was good. I'm stupid. Anyway, oh spoiler, sorry, crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, people should know that Ego is the villain in Guardians already. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, he. There was actually a specific scene that um that's in the movie where um Vulture's talking to Peter. And it is probably one of the most menacing like scenes that I've seen. Like Michael Keaton is a good villain. Like I wish he'd play more. Like he has the the mannerisms. He has the 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 kind of charisma, and he has like the that kind of gravitas that I can actually bring a good villain mm-hmm. to the screen. Like I remember there was a there was, it's not a spoiler, but there's a scene where Adrian Toomes and Peter are in a car, and just like I don't know what Michael Keaton did to his voice. But it just completely changed, and it was just, like, it was creepy. Like, I was just like, oh, my God, he's going to kill this boy right here, right now. And I liked that. I thought it was Mm -hmm. really good. Um, Also, speaking on the villain, I like how right off the bat they made you understand where he was coming from. Like, you know how most movies, they don't really give the the villain a a motive. They just go, oh, yeah, he wants to take over the world because I'm bad. Ah, Menacing music. No, like, they actually give you a— (laughs) <laughs> a genuine and realistic reason as to why he turns into the vulture. And it's it makes sense. Like I was sitting there. There was a specific scene I don't want to spoil, but I I remember I was like if I was in his shoes, I would probably do the same thing, you know? He wants to provide for his family. He wants to make sure that they don't have to like struggle. He wants to make sure that they can live carefree without having to worry about any like financial problems or anything like that. That makes a lot of sense where, you know, it's just how people are. They want to be able to, to provide for their families. Um and yeah, I just thought he was really good. Um, the action was amazing. I really enjoyed seeing uh, the different types the different types of uh, web settings he had for his web shooters. Um, I enjoyed like the like little, little cameos. There were some few references to other Marvel movies and other Marvel characters in the movie, aside from Iron Man. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else? Um, his friend kind of annoyed me. It's just like I don't know whenever they have characters in a movie that just keep constantly asking questions over and over and over and over again after a while like it's very annoying. Now, I understand that he's a kid. Kids ask questions. I get it. But to a certain extent like it's just kind of eh, it's kind of annoying. Um let's see. Uh Flash Thompson annoyed me, but I guess that was the kind of that was, that was the case. I really did not laugh a single time at the whole like penis Parker joke. I thought that was just stupid. I mean, I guess, like, I get that they're kids, but, yeah, I mean, come on, that's just, that was just kind of bad. Um, also, I might get some hate for this, but I honestly don't care, because this is exactly how I feel. I believe that Zendaya was one of the worst characters in the movie. She had no place whatsoever, and I will stand by that to the day that I die. She was weird, she was awkward, she had no place and, like, I'm not, like, bashing anyone, but I just hate how, like, she was just like, oh, I've got to do some protesting. Or, oh, yeah, I'm not going to take pictures of that. It was built by slaves. It's like, eh, can we not do that right now? I just That just kind of annoyed me. Um, but, I mean, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I enjoyed the, some of the, the the hints that we got to future MC, MCU movies and future movies in general um i definitely want to see it again i'm really really happy that spider-man is finally in the mcu because we've been looking for this for so long we've Been looking to have spidey and even the other spidey characters interact with you know captain america iron man hulk thor all that good stuff and we are finally here we like it's it spider-man's in the mcu so we can now officially move on and see where it takes us um i think i'd probably give the movie about like an 8 8.5 kind of like you alex um but yeah just just aside from those small gripes that i had and then of course some of the some of the jokes not landing the pacing was fine. Um, so, uh let's see, is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right, David. What do you mean?
2: Cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, overall, I think this is my favorite Spider-Man movie that we've had so far. Maybe it's the fact that it's finally in the MCU. Maybe it's because it's the most recent one. I don't know. Um, Tom Holland is my favorite version of Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Um, I did, before uh, this whole new Spider-Man era, I did prefer... Uh, Toby Maguire's Spider-Man and I've preferred Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker but um, I think Tom Holland kind of beats them both uh, in terms of Peter Parker and Spider-Man it's obviously a very different version of Spider-Man to what we've seen before as well um, so yeah Tom Holland was great he was playing this kid this 15, 16 year old version of Peter Parker who was just wanting to swing about and have fun and be an Avenger and I think he uh, played that role really well Like you guys said, Michael Keaton as the Vulture was obviously great because it's Michael Keaton, but the Vulture himself was actually a great villain. He had a good motive for what he was doing. He was frightening. I think Marvel have actually been doing really well with their villains lately. I actually did like Kaecilius in Doctor Strange. I don't know how many people did. I don't know if you guys did or not, but I actually didn't think Kaecilius was bad. Uh, I really liked Ego, really liked Vulture. Um... Also, another positive. The Tony Stark moments in this film, a lot of people were like, oh, it's just going to be like Iron Man 4. It's all going to be about Tony Stark. It's all going to be about Iron Man. It's not. It's not about Tony Stark at all. Sure, it's about Peter Parker proving himself to Tony Stark, but the focus is on Peter and the scenes that RDJ in, was in actually drove the story forward. Like There was a reason for that scene with Tony Stark in it as opposed to just shoehorning, uh, shoehorning Iron Man into a scene just to have him there. So I think they used Tony Stark really well in this film. Uh, Liz Allen was great as the love interest I actually did like Zendaya's character Um, I would I would agree with you Josh saying that you know she had no place in the movie she didn't do anything I would agree with you there if she was in the movie a lot but she she wasn't really in the movie that much I think she was in maybe like like five scenes or something or six scenes like not not that well like Two
1: lines in each of those, though she had like ten yeah. lines and she wasn 't like she
2: wasn 't in the film that much. I think if she constantly showed up and constantly added nothing, then that would have been a negative, but for the amount of the amount of time that she was in the film i didn 't really have a problem um with her at all. I actually liked her. I hope she comes back in the next one. Uh, I like you said the references to the past and future Marvel films, which were genuinely really exciting. We'll talk about them actually in the spoilers, but they were just really exciting references. Um, and yeah, the the both post credit scenes are great, especially the second one. So I'm not gonna say what it is, but make sure you stick around until the very end after the credits because there are two. I don't actually have a lot of negatives for this film. Um, to be honest, but some of the comedy did fall a bit <laughs> flat for me. Uh, I said that there were other, also I said there were references to other Marvel films, and the future ones were exciting. But I feel like there were a couple too many references to past Marvel films, and it's like you know, it's like oh they referenced um, you know like this film, this film, this film, nothing. It's like we get it. He's in the MCU now. You don't really need to keep reminding us every five seconds. So I thought there was maybe one or two uh, too many references and too many sort of callbacks to past Marvel films. Um, also, I wish there was a bit more of Donald Glover's character. He wasn't really in the film that much. I did like, I did quite like his character, so I kind of wish he was in there a bit more. Um, my final negative is my biggest negative, without actually being a big negative in itself. So sometimes they'll put certain footage in the trailers of of films um, of characters saying things <laughs> a certain way, and they'll like you know the dialogue will be delivered a certain way, and then in the film they'll have like a different version of that line and when I see that in the trailer, it hits me a certain way when I hear the delivery of the line. And it just... Some of the... They did that quite a lot in the movies. Like, they changed what shot they used. Because, obviously, they shoot, uh, you know, pieces of dialogue, like, you know, five or six or even more um, times in order to just, you know, just for options. And they used different ones in the trailer than they did in the film. And the ones they used in the film just didn't hit me as as much or they didn't hit me as hard and it didn't have the same impact as the ones in the trailer and I kind of noticed that I was just kind of like oh he said it much better in the trailer or I prefer the delivery in the trailer uh, there was also a couple of small shots in the trailer that I really liked that weren't in the film again I'll get back to that in the spoiler thing but yeah there was not not too many just a couple but I do wish that you know I do wish that they hadn't taken certain things out which I thought looked cool in the trailer and that's my that's my spoiler free shots mm.
0: mm. <clears throat> all right Oh, nice one. So, so do you have any? Uh, oh, eight out of ten. Hmm?
2: Oh, 8 out of ten. Th- eight, eight out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. So basically, we second, second. Yeah, we all have like second comic book movie of twenty seventeen.
0: Second comic book movie of twenty seventeen.
2: It's number one. Second favorite is uh, first favorite is Logan, and oh. then Spider Man Homecoming. That's what I guessed. Okay. Had yeah. to ask. Yeah. Had to make sure.
1: Yeah.
0: So basically, basically eight all around. Uh, bottom line, I mean, this, the movie's really, 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 really good. Like, yeah, I'm so, so happy that we finally got this. Because after Amazing Spider-Man 2, I know some people do like Amazing Spider-Man 2, and there are certain aspects of the movie that I do enjoy. But if you're looking for an accurate representation of our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in the MCU, then this is the movie you've been waiting for. This is the movie that you've been waiting for for so freaking long. So by all means, go out, see the movie. It's fantastic. Um, But now we're going to go ahead and dive into spoilers, which means there are no no restrictions on post-credit scenes, you know, ending of the movie, uh, reveals, things like that, Easter eggs. Um, Alex, actually, I don't know. Do you have any, like, Easter eggs that you have written down in particular that pointed out to you?
1: Um, I don't have any that I remember specifically. Also wanted to throw this in there. I love The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, too. See, uh, yeah, see,
0: because I remember while <laughs> I was saying that, I was just like, I at this point, you had, like, meant you had tweeted something about The Amazing Spider-Man, like, last week. And I was just like, I think he likes the movie, yeah, not-
1: so... I don't want it to seem like no, I was I bashing it, on you for liking it. No, it definitely has problems, but... Anyways, um... No, I don't have any, like, specific Easter eggs. Uh, the suit, um, that Tony shows him at the end was awesome. That was the Ultimate Spider-Man suit, I believe. It was either the Ultimate or the, I thought, the Superior Spider-Man I suit. It was the,
0: the Iron Spider
1: one? Yeah, that might have been it. I don't, like... But, see, the Iron Spider one has the, like... It has golden, like, legs with it, too. And so...
2: I think I don't it's kind of like the movie version of the Iron Spider because I think it, it it was made out of iron. I think wasn't it? It was like a kind of, I think it was iron instead of like yeah. That would make sense. Is, I was is like, I... one is made out of. I think I think the the Iron Spider suit in you know the one with like the huge golden legs. I think that would just look terrible live action.
1: Oh yeah, I don't think that, that would I, work.
0: I, the thing is, is, like, I feel like that's what they're gonna do. I mean, of course, the legs may not show. They might like extend out of like the back. Um, spider emblem. I don't know. It's 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 Tony Stark's tech, so of course it's gonna be like really weird. Uh, yeah. but I, I but I feel like I feel like the the legs would be fine if they served a a significant purpose, you know, instead mm-hmm. of just being oh they're just there because he's a spider and spiders have legs and stuff like that. No, like they need to have a uh, a use. Kind of like just think maybe like um like Doc Ock's arms in Spider Man Two. Yeah, like how they each had different components and compartments and, and, and gadgets and things like that that they could do which made them unique i feel like if they went that route using the legs from the from the iron spider costume then maybe it won't be as as goofy or or as uh you know as, as out of place as everyone might think it might be you know
2: i'm glad um, he kept the original suit at the end though yeah uh,
0: see, see okay i was mad okay the thing is like I guess it's just the, the the geek in me. Like, when I saw the suit, I was like, yo, it's the Iron Spider suit. Like, he's officially a part of the Avengers. He's going to get the suit. And then he was just like, nah, and then just leaves. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Uh, <laughs> I mean, was you disappointed. You wanted to be an Avenger this entire time. And then the moment that you actually get to be an Avenger and he gives you a brand new suit that's badass, you go, nah, I'm just going to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and then just jumps away. I I, uh, I just I, I just wanted to see him in the suit, all right? Just, just once. I, got I think
2: he knows I think he knows that Tony Stark thinks he's worthy and I think that's in kind of some way all that he wanted like yeah he could be in this new suit and he could move into the Avengers facility but now Tony Stark knows that he is basically an Avenger and he does deserve the suit but it's just his choice he's not saying I don't want to be an Avenger he's just saying I I'm happy where I am at the moment and I'm happy with this suit but you know I'm still here so give me a call when Thanos shows up you know, and I'll come around
0: Say, I swear to God, he better wear that in freaking Infinity War. I'm pretty sure he is. They're not going to tease him. they be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're not going to see this suit until, like, 2025. Like, at least, no, I, hope, at least just, I hope not.
1: That just made it, like, it really hit me that we're going to get to see probably, like, so many different spider suits since they're all going to be designed by, like, Stark. We're going to get so many different nods, and, like, that's incredibly exciting. I think we'll see a lot of them. I hope we get to see, Mo- like, I mean, we know that Miles exists, and I think... David, also you brought up like you wanted to see Donald Glover more. I'm pretty sure. Th- I think that he's Miles' nephew. I'm pretty sure that was what that little yeah, yeah, the, was.
0: yeah. Because uh, Donald Glover, he plays um the Prowler. Well, he's not the actual Prowler in the movie, but his character, yeah, his character is, is, yeah. is, is his, his his alternate name is the Prowler, and he is the uh, I think the uncle of Miles Morales. So yeah.
1: But, yeah, that was, like, so I think that we'll see him in the future whenever we do eventually get Miles. I hope that we do. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Yeah. But um,
2: Well, he is out there. Kevin Feige has said that he is somewhere in the MCU. Yeah, so
1: that'll be really, yeah. like, that'll be exciting. And then um, the Keaton scene, like, you were talking about Josh. Uh-huh. We, like, jump into that. Like, I think that scene with him in the, like, car and then just the him meeting Peter, because, I mean, spoiler-like warning, obviously, but... Him being, spoilers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like him, him being Liz's dad, like that scene. Whenever Peter opens the door and just like, I mean, like I kind of saw it coming, but I'm whenever he just opens the door and just that shock and that entire sequence and like the car ride and then whenever he talks to him in the car, that was just absolutely perfect, like hero villain scene and moment like between the two of them. So I thought that was executed mm. like perfectly.
2: I actually didn't see that coming, but when I found out, I was like, why didn't I see this coming? This seems like a logical kind of twist. Why didn't I see this coming? But I, when he opened the door, I was like, ah, okay, yeah, cool.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think I remember reading something about him being her father, because you cause you know how these scoopers are these days. They spoil everything. And yeah. I could have sworn that I read something about it, but I had forgotten about it until he opened the door, and I was just like, oh, snap. And it's, it's a cool twist. I mean, like, how many movies could you say that, oh, like, the... The, the love interest of the hero is the daughter of the main antagonist. Like, that's pretty cool. I mean, no movie comes to mind, at least for me, thinking about that. But um, I thought it was a cool twist. I liked the way it was handled. I think, I think it, it, was just, it was just done really well. Um,
2: I, I'm glad just sort of while we're still on the topic of, of tombs and vulture, I'm glad that in the end, Peter kind of didn't kill um, tombs, because you know how it, there was this whole thing your suit's going to blow up and he kind of tried to save him but you failed to save him. I think that would have been very, I think that would have been too similar to the other Spider-Man movies so I'm glad that he actually ended up not dying. Yeah. Because you know in um, is it in the the first Spider-Man movie when it was Green Goblin, I know, I get that it's not quite the same because Peter like jumped out the way and then the, the glider went into um, Norman Osborn and then the second one uh, he failed to save uh, Gwen's dad, uh, or he, or he, like he was, yeah, something to do with. It. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, like Gwen's dad died, and then and then I just feel like if Peter was involved in the death of the father again, it would just be really repetitive. So I'm glad that he actually lived, yeah, and it means he can come back.
1: Yeah, I was really excited that he survived from that too. And also speaking of that, like Green Goblin sequence, I got serious vibes like from that whenever the scene between Spider-Man and Vulture in the um like the warehouse. Uh, whenever the glider like comes up and starts going everywhere and like i was just instantly or not the glider the like vulture wings comes up yeah i was reminded of the glider and then also uh speaking on like holland's performance that scene whenever the warehouse falls on him and like collapses and he's trying to get like get out that was Mm -hmm. that like right there if i was like i was already sold on his performance but i mean i think that if you're not like that scene for me is like that he absolutely like nailed peter parker and spider-man and like that struggle of like and like he's a kid like he really showed right there that like he was a kid and over his head but then like it was spider-man stepping up too and like absolutely phenomenal like scene and then also like on that too the entire time i was watching the movie like i kept on thinking like how amazing the movie honestly like is going to be for kids and like younger kids and everything like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be such great film for them and to like have that to like watch but
2: yeah, yeah, I think you know that that scene where the building's falling on him and he's he's like screaming for help. Yeah, it's yeah. Like he's like he, he like just kind of forgotten. You're like, oh, he's like 15 or 16, isn't he? I, like, like that's how he would react. He's like, I'm in way over my head. I'm like, I'm literally got this building on top of me. I'm 15. See, 15 or, is he 15, 15 or 16? He's 15. Yeah, because like he's 15. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, he's 15 years old. Yeah, that's it's, how 15-year-old would I, react.
0: I, it's funny you, ma- you mentioned that scene because that was that was actually one of the main scenes that actually stood out to me when I first saw it. Because, like, when we, when we think of Spider-Man, we think of this, like, this super amazing, you know, does whatever spider can, he's taking out bad guys, he, you know, he's, he's you know, saving the world, yada, 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 all this and that. And then when you take the mask off, it's a kid. And then to have, and you don't put, yeah. like, Spider-Man in that in this situation because, oh, it's Spider-Man, he'll get out of it, he can get out of anything. But, like, that's a kid. It's a kid under there. And he's, like, he's screaming for help. And, like, I felt so emotional. That part made me emotional because I was just, like... Like, that's, I don't know, it, like, humanized Spider-Man even more in my eyes. Because I was just like, and he was like, oh, come on, Spider-Man, come on, yeah. Spider-Man. And then he looks into the, he looks into the, the puddle. Although oh, it was really bad CG, let's be real. That whole puddle scene with the mask and the
2: face was bad CG. But... Yeah, there was something a little off about that. But,
0: like, seeing him and he was just like, he, was, he looked at himself and then he got himself back up. And he was like, come on, Spider-Man. And he just looked that thing up. I was, like, I was getting goosebumps and stuff. I was like, yo! <laughs> I was like, freaking Spider-Man, man. I got so happy. But, yeah, that scene is one of the best i've seen in a comic book movie not just a spider-man movie like that scene like i'm thinking about it right now i'm like man i want to see the movie right now like i might i just might go um <laughs> so 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 good um
2: you know how i said in my um just onto another point you know how i said that there were some scenes in the trailer that weren't in the film yeah. that really cool shot of iron man and spider-man like flying through the air towards the camera not in the movie. Doesn't not happen. There. See, the thing is, yeah, you, yeah, I was when you that. watch the trailer, do you, uh, you
0: expect it to be? Oh, that's the last shot of the movie. No, it's not.
2: I thought that would have been the last shot. I think I thought that would have been the very last shot of the film. Because just just having seen the film now, I can picture that as being the last scene. And then as soon as they swing in, the the thing goes to black, and that would be like a really cool way. Because it's like Peter Parker and Tony Stark. Like, yeah, they're they're still going out and saving together. So I think that and I think I could be wrong that I think that that seemed to me like it would have been the last scene in yeah. the film I,
0: I mean I would have chosen that over what they chose where you want Man going what that, and then this ends like ah oh. <laughs>
2: that was kind of yeah, well, cheesy well that's actually interesting yeah, I mean, it was—it's it's, I think that was quite, actually quite a fun way to end the film because now everyone's like, well, you know, what is it? what does she think? How is she reacting? It's also cool, too, because it is different from any other Spider-Man movie where secret identities have always been a big part of it. But in the MCU, there are no secret identities. Like, everyone knows that Steve Rogers is Cap. Everyone knows that Tony Stark is Iron Man. Everyone knows that T'Challa is Black Panther. So I wonder if they're going to have everyone else find out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So, like, maybe in Infinity War, he'll have to, like, really quickly save someone, like, just, like, really quickly. He doesn't have time to change. He just has to, like, use his web and, and save someone. And that's how his identity is maybe revealed. And that could maybe lead into the sequel where um, the guy from the post credit scene kind of finds out his identity, maybe. I don't know right. if that's – I don't know how possible that is. That's just speculation.
0: Actually, actually speaking of the post credit scene, let's go ahead and jump into that because I, I, I've heard a few different theories as to what they were hinting at and, like, things like that. Uh, but for the, for those of you who don't know, that person who was talking to Adrian, that is—I forget his actual name—but he is known as like the Scorpion in in yeah. Spider-Man comics. So he is one of the villains, and it's really cool because that's actually the guy who plays Voss in Far Cry Three, one of the probably one of the greatest video game villains of all time. If you haven't played Far Cry mm. Three, you should definitely uh, definitely do that. But um, I mean, at least from what I heard, he was talking about how he's got some he's got some boys on the outside that are interested in taking out spider-man for some reason it made me think that they were kind of low-key hinting at the sinister six not entirely sure i could be Mm -hmm. wrong um but yeah but david what did you think what did you think they like they were hinting at for that
2: yeah i mean i think they were definitely hinting at um i think that that is because he had a scorpion tattoo that guy didn't he on his neck or something so that was scorpion so they've got scorpion you got vulture um, I think a, a lot of people are hoping that uh, the Scorpion is a villain in the next one. Kevin Feige actually said. I think we we posted an article on it today or yesterday that. Um, Dropnews.com. Do it. Kevin Feige's. Yeah, yeah. Dropnews.com. Check it out. Um, and uh, Kevin Feige said that they're going to use villains for the sequel that haven't been seen in a Spider-Man movie before, and Scorpion obviously fits that. So uh, yeah, I think they're definitely hinting at that. Like I said, Michael Keaton could easily come back because he's just in jail he's not dead so i really hope he does come back because uh, they'll sign all these actors to to multi-picture deals so he probably probably is under contract for like two or three films or maybe even more you you um, talking about michael keaton so.
0: or the other or the Scorp- scorpion
2: yeah yeah michael keaton and probably scorpion as well they probably signed him on him on for a few films as well but um yeah i definitely think that something big is coming in terms of in terms of villains and the next film is the last well, currently as the deal currently stands it's the last one that marvel and Sony are working on together so hopefully they extend that as well
0: hmm. alex what do you think man What do you think it is uh
1: yeah probably hinting at the sinister six i don't really know um i'm excited for the possibility of scorpion i think that would be really cool um as far as a uh, vulture returning i think that'd be awesome too because i mean Michael Keaton did a fantastic job and it'd be cool to see him uh with more screen time and possibly a sinister six movie but um I have to talk about the second credit scene, actually. The one at that the very, so very ass. end. No, yeah, so screw good. that credit scene. So I I was so, so mad. I had to dude, pee I was for pissed. more than half the movie and then that comes on at the end, or you yeah. don't see it if you like care about anything, really. That was the no. joke. Yeah, I'm so mad. <laughs> no, I was bitter joke. as hell. It's I'm brilliant. still bitter.
2: <laughs> it is brilliant. I was laughing at that scene. It's like I'm gonna talk to you about something important patience <laughs> it's like sometimes it's not what it's all correct but sometimes you wait and you just get disappointed and that's just it i just no, love that i hated
1: it i was so mad
0: <laughs> i like it. i i was so mad goes I, I took i took my dad to the screening and we were just we were like super excited he was like oh so what do you think the uh things are gonna be me personally i thought oh they're probably just gonna be like oh you know spider-man will turn in avengers infinity war or like they are gonna be like oh hey surprise venom actually is a part of the mcu or something like that or maybe, maybe even something, even like a, like a, I don't know, I don't know, what they chose was ass. Like, we've been seeing those little Captain America home videos, which, by the way, what year is it? They still use VHS and them weird-ass TVs? Come on. I mean, like, <laughs> that's not very realistic. But, like, I don't know, man, I was just, I dis- was disappointing. Cause everyone's like, oh, uh, there's two post-credit scenes. No, there's one. After that one with Adrian Toomes and Scorpion, you can go ahead and go. Because that that second one is not worth sticking around for. You will be disappointed. I promise you. So, don't do it. Don't do don't not, do, not do not listen not stick, to the international around. man. Listen to us Americans. If you we know value things. your time,
1: do not stick around. Honestly, like. Yeah,
0: I'm like yeah. I'm like you. You have better <laughs> things to do than than this. St- I mean the, the the credits. Yeah, they look nice and all the stuff. But like that post credit scene, the the one after the credits. Mm-mm. No 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 no.
2: I didn't like it. Uh, I n- Another spoiler thing we could talk about is the the Infinity War teases. Uh, you, we, the, you know, when they were loading up the plane, Happy mentioned oh Cap's new shield, Thor's magic belt, and there was, like, the 20 arc reactors that were in the plane, and that immediately made me think of the Infinity War concept art that we got, where Tony Stark is, like, standing in front of, I think it's, like, three or four different Iron Man suits, so I think there's going to be maybe another, like, Iron Legion type thing in Infinity War. But yeah, Cap's getting a new shield, uh, Thor is getting his magic belt, what's it called, like... Um uh, Yorn or something? Meging, mm, Meging Yord, I think, something like that. I think it's Me- I think Megging Yord. I might be wrong. Um, I think it's Megging Yord. But yeah, Cap's getting a new shield, which is interesting because, I mean, obviously in Civil War he dropped the shield and then Tony Stark has it. Um, but I also remember in the end of Age of Ultron, Thor was like, you know, this is the fourth of the Infinity Stones to show up, so something big is coming. So I think Tony is kind of preparing for that in a way. Um,
0: especially, especially after that vision that he saw in Age of Ultron.
2: Yeah, I think I, think, he... I feel
0: like I feel like I feel like after that, as much as I dislike that movie, like I think that that scene alone has, is going to have like like big ramifications for like the rest of the MCU because I, mean, Tony really hasn't been the same since the the Battle of New York. I mean, you know, in Iron Man Three, he was he was struggling with PTSD, and yeah. then you know he then he just figured out that that Bucky killed his 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 parents, and, and you know, and the fight that him and Cap had, and they're falling out. And I just feel like now, like, Tony's probably thrusting himself into his work because he realizes what's coming, and he doesn't really know how to handle that or really tell the team because he's known for a while that something that's probably, mm. that something was going to happen. Uh, yeah. So I feel like he's kind of just, like, thrown himself into his work, and he's just been building suit after suit after suit after suit, which is probably why he built – spider-man suit he was just like here something else to do for me to get my mind off of what's happening or what's gonna happen Oh, here let me build another suit for him we built he built like two suits for in like like four days so i Mm -hmm. think and then of course like you said with the with the whole all the arc reactors and the concept are him just building suits because he just wants to make sure that he is prepared as possible because also if you think about it from his perspective the avengers are done forever like they're not coming back So he feels. I feel like Tony is now feels personally responsible to protect the planet because he, everybody else is gone. You know, Thor's on Asgard, Hulk's off or somewhere, Black Widow's gone, Captain America, him and him and Bucky are are in Wakanda. You know, freaking Ant Man. He doesn't like Ant Man. He's he's still stuck in that, uh, that floating prison in the middle of the ocean. So I I I like the hints at like like I like I said earlier in my spoiler free review. I like how many hints that this movie had to future movies and, like, the... And, like, and all that stuff. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. I much prefer the hints to the future movies as opposed to the, the past ones. I think there was... Like I said, I think there was one too many past yeah. ones, but I'd the future th- ones, I was getting really excited every single time because it's like, oh, that's another thing to look forward to in Infinity War. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, that's I'm telling you, wa- watch, they're going to do a
0: flashback of Uncle Ben getting blasted out of, like, a 16-story 16 16 window during, like, the Battle of New York and that's how Uncle Ben died. No no power comes great responsibility. Just, no! Ah! just yeah. dies
2: well that whole that whole <laughs> that whole dialogue that tony stark said in the film where you know if you're nothing with it this suit then you shouldn't have it i think that's like the new with great power comes great responsibility i think that's like the great power of great responsibility of the mcu i think that's kind of like the new line the new like mantra if you will
0: yeah oh there is a uh, there's another easter egg that i was able to i was able to, to, to spot um Mm-hmm. So and I actually haven't seen I haven't seen anybody talk about it, but there is a shot where Peter is in the principal's office and they there's a wide shot of like the camera looking into the principal's office. And if you look, you will see that the principal is actually a descendant of one of the howling commandos. Uh, I forget his name. Well, but you can see. The, he, hmm? he, no, he's,
2: he is the same actor.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. There was a picture on on like like behind him of that guy. From the Howling Commandos, and the picture of the Howling Commandos. Yes, yeah, I know it's the same actor, but oh, really? it, but he's a descendant of that guy, that was in the Howling Commandos. Ah,
2: right. I was just like, I just thought oh, they were she... using the same actor because he wasn't in Cap One that much. Yeah, no, no, no,
0: no. You're definitely right. It is it is the same actor, but but you know, but I yeah. guess they did that to be like, oh, uh, yeah,
2: but they're related. That's. The fact that they're related is actually interesting. I didn't know that they were meant to be related. I just thought they were just using the same yeah, No,
0: I mean, I, mean they, they, I guess they used, oh, he's like a direct, direct descendant, because I guess they believe that direct descendants look exactly alike. I don't know how that works, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then there's also yeah. another Easter egg. I think I just hit my pop filter again. Crap. Um, where um, when uh, Peter is stuck inside that, that transport vehicle, and he's going through the stuff. Mm-hmm. He actually pulls out an Ultron, like an Ultron, uh, Ultron Prime head, and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And he just throws yeah. away. Like, I like little little stuff like that. It's really cool.
2: Mm-hmm. There was a, the other thing. The I think the the gauntlet that the shocker used was actually the same gauntlet that Crossbones used in Civil War. Oh, that makes sense. I,
0: it, it, it might it might be a, a, a modified version of
2: that. I could see that. I think it, I think that was like the same tech. I don't know how he got it because. I mean maybe it exploded when Scarlet Witch, you know, levitated his ass up. He got crispy. Um I th- yeah, I saw that somewhere online cuz you know everything you read online is true, mm-hmm. obviously. So um yeah. No,
1: I have to mention it while I remembered the uh Spider-Man theme with the Marvel credits at the beginning was amazing. Oh, yeah. Loved that. Yeah. I don't like the new Marvel opening, but the the theme playing with it was nice. So
0: I I liked it. I like the nod. I yeah, I liked I liked the the opening but that that score is so good. Like, I feel like you shouldn't just keep that for, you know, the opening Marvel Studios credits. Like, no, use that in the movie. Like, he's, yeah. Like, like, do you know how awesome that would have been? Like, after like, uh, Sp- uh Sp- Peter gets himself out of under that building, and then you know he's like he builds himself back up, and he was like, all right, let's go get him. And then the music freaking kicks in. That'd be awesome. Like, ugh! like I'm thinking about it just now. And that's awesome. I-, I wish they did something like that. But no, they get it for we get it for that.
2: I think. I think if I think it would have been, I personally think that that example, I might have felt it was a bit out of place. But like, if you had it at the very end, if you had like a shot of him at the end on top of like Avengers Tower or something. Actually, I've got a, another thing to talk about. They sold Avengers Tower, um, which is, I mean, it's a bit weird um, to think that they won't be in that tower anymore. But they don't really need it anymore. They've got that uh, compound in upstate New York. But I think one of, one of our people um, said that. An interesting idea is they could be they could have sold Avengers Tower to Oscorp, and that's gonna be like Oscorp Tower.
0: I could see that. I mean it's the because Oscorp has always towered over every other building in New York. So I could definitely see yeah. something like that happening. Um,
2: so that could be the new Oscorp Tower in the in the sequel. I don't know. The thing Just is, speculation is like, I
0: know people are like for some reason people are tired of the goblins. We've gotten Really, we've only gotten two. I do not count Dane DeHaan as goblin. That's not goblin. That is somebody with a really bad skin disease that (laughs) needs to go to a doctor, get some ointment, get that checked out because that was really bad. (laughs) The only two goblins we have gotten are the Sam Raimi goblins, the the Green Goblin, and then the new, quote unquote, Hobgoblin, as as everyone says. So I think I think it'd be cool to actually see. I want to see Marvel Studios Green Goblin. Like I want that. Like let's get that. Although yeah. I would rather see Mysterio before because I actually like Mysterio more. I think Mysterio is a cool character. Please, if someone from Marvel is listening or you know someone, Mysterio, please.
2: Yeah, Mysterio would be, was, Mysterio would be like. Do you know how creative
0: different? you can? But the thing is, if you're gonna do Mysterio, you have to be a creative ass person to, to pull that off. Like all the magic and the tricks and the stuff like that.
1: There are so many cool things you can make spider-man do with that though
0: yeah like oh man Mm. i I, like the thing is is actually i think for the amazing spider-man 3 that they were actually going to um feature mysterio in the in the third movie and i wanted to see that obviously you know we don't have that anymore so i think maybe possibly having him in homecoming 2 or whatever they're gonna call it or just having him in the mcu in general do it he's a great character but actually, you know, that's actually, I let's a, go ahead and do you guys have anything else to add to things?
1: I did have a last point, but um. I don't remember. I know I wanted to touch on the action. I know you all already said it, but the action was amazing. I thought it was really cool, like, unique seeing him do all that and, like, how he used the, the webs. Um, oh, the last point that I was going to bring up, uh, this kind of speaks to him, like, being grounded and stuff and not very experienced. But um, in the Washington sequence, whenever he climbs the Washington Monument and he's, like, freaking out because he's like, this is the highest that I've ever been. You know, like, this isn't a Spider-Man that has been leaping off of New York skyscrapers. Like, he's very much just, like, getting used to it. And I thought that was really, really cool to see. But, yeah, yeah, I think that was my last... I I had something else, but I forgot, so...
0: Harris, I guess... So I guess we're gonna... We'll just end the the discussion with, like, so what... What are you looking to see out of Spider-Man in the MCU? Like, what are you looking to the game? Because, yes, he's still a kid, but, I mean, like... Yeah, like, what are you looking to see... I don't know, see him do, see, see to come out of this. And also, what villains do you want to see for the, for the sequel? So I guess, uh, Alex, we'll start with you.
1: Uh, I'm really just excited to see, like, the Spider-Man go, like, experience a lot of famous things, you know, he's gone through in the comics. Because since we're starting out with Peter Parker, like, his sophomore year in high school, we're getting to see him go through all, we can see him go through all of these crazy things that Spider-Man has to deal with. And, you know, hit these kind of iconic moments, and we can see a lot of his villains pop up and a lot of famous storylines. And then we also, thankfully, can see him interact with all the superheroes that he has and also get, like, new twists on it and stuff. I want to see Spider-Man and Daredevil team up eventually. I don't know how possible that is to happen since Marvel likes to ignore their mm-hmm. Netflix series. They'll do, like, little nods, but they don't like to hmm. have the actors in the same room, so that's kind of annoying. But... um yeah, just like seeing all of that from Spider-Man, I think Mysterio would be a really cool villain in the sequel. Uh Kraven the Hunter would be cool eventually down the line. Um Hobgoblin like like you said. Um I don't really know who else exactly. I mean Doc Ock eventually would be cool to see again just cuz he's a great villain, but I mean I don't want to see that for a while since there are so many others that we haven't seen that we should. Scorpion like we I mean we saw him already, so like there's a possibility, but I mean Spider-Man just has such a huge universe and such a so many great stories and different things that they can pull from I just I think I'm, I'm most excited to see um like the possibilities of what they do end yeah. up doing with him but yeah
0: I want to see <clears throat> well, not, well not too soon I definitely want to see more Spidey allies you know like I want to see I want to be able to see like you know not, she's not really an ally mm-hmm. but like seeing like Black Cat and, and, and I kind of want to see Spider-Man kind of do something with Iron Fist maybe I think that could be cool um, I definitely want to see more interaction. Like, I think having Spider-Man, Daredevil, and heck, even Punisher, like all three of them together in like a singular scene, or 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 hell, just put them in a movie. Just do if they man, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine if they did a Spider-Man movie with Punisher and Daredevil? Like that is like a that's like a team up that I've been wanting to see for so long. Um, I definitely want to see some more villains. Like, I definitely want to see like Kraven, you know, um, Mysterio, like I mentioned. Um, let's see. Although it wouldn't happen until much, much, much further down the line, but I actually want to see, like, different versions of Spider-Man. You know, we just got Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Man 2099, Ultimate Spider-Man. You know, like, I think it'd be cool to see a Spider-Verse-esque type thing. I mean, have they have they established multiple realities in the MCU yet? I don't think they have.
1: Yeah, they, well, they did in um, Doctor Strange. They touched on, like, the multiverse, so, I mean, that exists. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, like, that's Yeah,
0: what... so, I mean, like, yeah, so, I mean, there's, there's, potentially there are, like, those, those spider man actually probably exist out there. So I think it would be cool, maybe, probably, like, after, like, Peter gets out of high school, maybe he's, like, in college, his second year of college, we can start to, he can start to realize, you know, that there are other Spider-Men, or, like, a Spider-Man comes to New York looking for his help, and then he joins up the rest of the Spider-Man. Hell, get freaking Tobey Maguire in there, freaking Andrew Garfield, freaking, um, I don't know i don't know just be creative do something spider-man spider-man's universe is so large and there's so many things you can do that i feel like marvel should at least touch on some of them you know like i don't want that i don't want there to be so much untapped potential you know for for this to the point where we're at like the the fourth spider-man movie and, and tom holland is about to be done with the character and then you know there's like oh so we're gonna reboot spider-man it's like oh well we crap we have to wait now even longer to get some more stuff so
2: I think one of the great things about the fact that Tom Holland is so young is that he could be playing Spider-Man for literally the next, you know, twenty years if he wants. Because um, what age was Andrew Garfield in, and like Tobey Maguire, when they did it? Were they not like late twenties or something? Or yeah, like Andrew Garfield was I like,
1: I think thirty or almost thirty whenever he played Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, so we could have it. We could easily have another Hugh Jackman scenario here. We could easily have a you know someone who's great at playing their character, a very iconic character, who could. Doing it for so long, um, we know that Spider-Man isn't going to have a big role in, Invin- in Infinity War. I think he's going to have the same amount as he did in Civil War, according to um, Feige himself. So I don't think he's going to be in. Um, he's, you know he'll obviously be in Infinity War the same as Civil War. Uh, I don't know how much he's in Avengers Four. That'll be interesting to see. But we know that the sequel to um spider-man homecoming like the second solo film is the first film after avengers 4 so you're going to see i think i'm looking forward to see how the events of those of the next two avengers films impact peter parker in terms of villains i want to see villains that we've not seen before Uh, i would i would much rather they do things like mysterio and and scorpion and and craven the hunter you know my i want to see brand new villains before we see like another green goblin or another dog well i do want to see them in the future um, again, I want to see like Marvel's take on them because I do want Marvel to extend their contract with Sony. I think once they see how well their movies do when they work together, I think it's going to be a no-brainer for them. Also, on the topic of things like Venom, I think the whole because you know, there's been a lot of back and forth like is Venom in the MCU? Is it not in the MCU? Is he is he aware? I think it's going to be a very similar situation to uh, a very very similar situation to uh, the Netflix. And are the TV, the TV, the television <laughs> shows and and the movies, <laughs> the TV. I think it's gonna be similar to the TV. No, I think I think it's gonna be similar to like Agents of Shield and Daredevil compared to the yeah. MCU because I think that Venom is going to be aware of Spider Man, or there might be some references, but that's it. I don't think you're gonna see Peter Parker show up. I don't think you're gonna see Venom show up in a solo Spider Man. I think they're gonna be aware. Um, I think I think you're gonna see Venom being aware of. Peter Parker or Spider Man or like the Avengers, but I I think you're only going to get a reference and that's it.
0: That'd be so disappointing. Like I hope they don't do that. That'd be that would be I feel thought I like that'd be a bad move, but you know whatever. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it for our Spider Man Homecoming review. Actually went a lot a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Well, but thank you all for joining us and listening to us. Like I said, spoiler free, spoiler field talk. You you already know that because you're already at the end. Um, I have one
2: final question <laughs> for both of you. Mm. What is your current ranking of the comic book movies of 2017? This is the fourth one we've had so far. We've had Logan, mm. Spider-Man: Homecoming, Wonder Woman, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. What is your What is your order?
1: Uh, that's so, who wants to go first? That's so difficult.
2: Um. Oh, I mean, I know mine. I'll go first. <laughs> All right. So I've got I've got Logan at number one, and then I've got Amazing Spider-Man, and then I kind of want to put Wonder Woman on par with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but it's, it's difficult because some of the humor in Guards of the Galaxy f- fell flat for me, whereas the third act on Wonder Woman, I was a bit disappointed in, so I don't know what to put third or what one to put fourth. I don't know um, how.
0: I don't know how. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I don't know, understand how so many people are just like, oh yeah, the third Wonder Woman, the third act of Wonder Woman was really bad. Like, what were you watching?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I don't I get it. the third act, mm. but... <laughs>
1: so
0: really yeah, I'll put,
2: I'll put joint third and fourth for now, Guardians of the Galaxy and Wonder Woman, so... Yeah, first is Logan, second is Homecoming.
0: I think for me it's Logan cuz it's going it to be really hard to beat Logan. Uh yeah. Logan, Wonder Woman got the a fantastic movie. Uh Spider-Man Homecoming. I feel I feel like Wonder Woman Wonder eh, Wonder Woman and Spider-Man are, t- are tied. Maybe I'll give like the super super slight edge to Wonder Woman just because, mm. you know, I just I <laughs> <But. laughs> I totally was not about to say that either. Sorry, I was
2: going to have another sip of water here.
0: Uh, The nonchalant sip of water. Um, But yeah, and then Guardians of the Galaxy was last. Because that's the one that I liked the least. (laughs)
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Clearly.
2: Yeah,
1: I'd probably have to honestly say Wonder Woman, then Logan, and Spider-Man. Just because, like, Wonder Woman, like, Logan's on another level. I absolutely love Logan. But as far as, like, rewatchability, like, I'll rewatch Wonder Woman more times than I will Logan, still. And, like... Mm -hmm. Abs- all right. And Yeah,
0: yeah, Logan's one of those movies you have you have to be in like a certain mood like, to watch. You can't just pop it in. I absolutely
1: like, love eh. Wonder Woman too, like basically all of it. And then Spider Man is my like third and I haven't seen Guardians two yet, so that one's my fourth. Obviously.
2: Well we have Thor Ragnarok on it comes out here on October twenty seventh, things like the start of November, and then is it November seventeenth for Justice League? So two more. Two yeah. more in twenty seventeen. It's been a good year. Two more
0: Hey, man, I'm excited for Blade Runner, though. Oh, yeah, Blade Runner. That's good. Yeah, that's True. Gonna be, Dunkirk that's gonna be so in weird. a
1: couple of weeks, as well as War for, for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, right.
0: Right, right. I totally, I totally forgot about those two, but yeah. A lot of good movies coming out this year, so definitely, if you're not seeing a comic book movie, there's probably something else out that's just as good, if not better. Um, but yeah. That is it for us today. Uh, David, where can people find you at? You guys can find on me stuff.
2: on every... Well, you guys can find me every Saturday at TDN Weekly on my YouTube channel, David TDN. Just search that on the YouTube bar on Instagram and Twitter at Hutchison underscore. See you guys next week. Nice. Alex.
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at APBatman with two Ts. And then you can also find me on Instagram at uh, comics. I recently like, made a new one where I'm just posting pictures of comics and stuff so if you follow the weekly ones check that out and then you will can also hear me along with ander for the weekly comic roundup here that we do for the drop where we discuss the week's releases and comics so be sure to check that out as well
0: mm. ander we miss you but yeah you can find me on twitter at really sharp you can also find me on tw- on instagram at DCU News. And as always, keep it locked to thedropnews.com for the latest news and everything and reviews and toys and all the good stuff. See you guys later. Peace.